0: Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of Claremont in Conversation. I'm Natalie Bongiolo. Firstly, from all the team, thank you all for your feedback. Um, and it seems that many of you are particularly intrigued by a certain witness, the man described as the third wheel in Edward's first marriage. Joining me in the studio is Tim Clark and Alison Fan. Okay, um, are you able to flesh out some of the details of this fellow's evidence for listeners?
1: Yeah, well, we can try. Um, it was. It was certainly one of the um, the talking points of the week from um, from many different aspects so to put it into context um, uh, mr. Edwards married his his first wife in about 1991 um, and uh, they moved in together obviously quite quickly um, but then his first wife and remember she was the very first witness in the trial, recounted how the um, relationship had, had, had been on the wane after Mr. Edwards brought a computer home and he, he basically spent more time um, over the keyboard than he did with her. <clears throat> she used to work in a legal office and through that work had um, met um, another man. Um, they got talking um, and became friendly. Um, it was actually because of a um, he had a headache uh, migraine on one of the days and um, and she had given him some, um, some first aid and helped him out they got chatting, he found out that she owned a horse, which Mr Edwards had actually bought her, he had kids from a previous relationship and they said well and she said well why don't you bring them up and they can have a ride of the horse and that's how it all started mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Edwards's interest in the computer didn't wane um, and Mr. Edwards first wife interest in this man didn't wane mm. and um, they basically um, began a, an intimate relationship and it became so intimate that um she basically asked him or suggested to him that he could take the spare room in in the Edwards's marital home which is um exactly exactly what he did for for 100 bucks a week um and so that's how we got to the stage where or the position where Mr. Edwards and his first wife and her lover are all um living under the same roof and, and did this we...
0: affair continue while they were all living together
1: very much so very Sh- much he so he was the far was so, the
0: father of her child. Well,
1: yeah, I mean that came a, a little bit later. Um, but the, I mean and we've talked all the way along this trial about such intimate details about people's lives in such a, a, a mm. an impersonal setting and even though this witness's um, evidence was being given from overseas via a video link um, it was it, quite uncomfortable. It was yeah. it, it, it was, unco- it was yeah. uncomfortable this thing oh. at times. Uh, p- I think for Mr. Edwards as well because yes. Um, having a look at some of his body language, I'm not sure whether he knew all the details. We certainly didn't, having heard the wife's account of what had happened, because
2: very raw that personal was, details. That was sanitized
1: yeah. somewhat. Mm. If the, the 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 third wheels evidence was true, and he gave an swore an oath to tell the truth. So yeah. whether she, I mean, she might have um, admitted quite a bit of detail um, going on on the, the the later account that we heard.
2: He was quite nervous about it. In fact, he said he thought she was playing a dangerous game, um, jumping into his bed while her husband's next in the next room. Mm. He actually tried to extricate himself. And then, of course, then we heard um, how things went down after that. But, the, of course, the prosecution is saying that these emotional domestic upsets have been the trigger For Bradley Edwards to then go out and randomly attack some young women. So she's um, got to bring out these details. While we heard the first account where it was all very ho hum, easy come, easy go, there was a different story painted later um, where we heard he wasn't so easy going. He was quite upset about it, but that's from friends. So, because when we first heard these rather salacious details, it was all like, you know, like, uh, who cares? We're moving on to the next one. Yeah. Um even one what well, his lover of, of the his sorry, his lover, his acquaintance or the woman he had an affair with who was older than him, she said, well, actually I, he was the one that broke up, not me. Yeah. So there was that little stuff. It was con- quite conflicting at, at yes. times, but it was all their entire sex lives were laid
0: bare. Mm. Very uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah, mm. and, and as
1: Ali said, this wasn't just done for, you know, salacious no. titillation. It's done for a specific reason, and the specific reason is the motive that the prosecution or the motive theory the prosecution has about emotional turmoil. So, and um, in particular, um, this um, so the the relationship with this man um, basically led to the breakdown of the marriage eventually um, after one particularly um, sort of uh, uh, unfortunate um, incident where mr. Edwards walked in on um, the, his wife and the man um, kissing um, in his room um, that led to basically the breakup um, him leaving the house she followed him And then, as Ali alluded to, she eventually got pregnant. And it's that news of her, or her breaking that news of the pregnancy to Mr. Edwards um, was in the same week that that Jane went missing.
0: And at what point was there confrontation between the two men who were involved in this love triangle? Well, well, it wasn't really, uh, was it a confrontation? I mean, uh, according to one, he
2: says, oh, he reacted, but then... His wife said, Oh, no, he won't mind. Mm. Um, he's,
1: yeah, it was <laughs> well, and that's the, I mean, the if you put these two accounts of the first wife and the, the third wheel side by side, they mm. they were uh, in time, they were p- p- perfectly perpendicular, but in detail, they were completely, yes. um, poles apart. Mm. Um, so there was the, the hug and kiss incident that has been referred to in court. Um, so that was the, that. That was the you know the, the, the big that was the big moment. And Mr. Edwards um, apparently didn't react um, angrily on that occasion. Um, the, the the witness basically described it um, as you know I was crying, he was crying, she was crying. It mm-hmm. was it was very emotional. But it wasn't um, it wasn't um, a bust up. It wasn't a, it, it, you know it, it didn't get um, angry. But what he did say was after they had moved out and then moved in together, um, the, the, the Mr. Edwards' his first wife and her, her lover, um, there was one occasion where Mr. Edwards had, had rung up, or was it the other way round? I can't remember, there was a phone call anyway. And um, the, the man, the lover and Mr. Edwards basically got on the phone to each other. Um, and it was at that point that Mr. Edwards, you know, sort of blatantly said you're having an you're having an affair with my missus i'm not happy about it and um but
2: he didn't want to move him up
1: well yeah uh, it was it was <laughs> it was very strange sort of, yeah so yeah. After, after the after the hug and kiss they mm. he said no stay stay stay, stay. stay but yeah. he, he, he didn't want to um but then on the, during this phone call it was it was then that said well mate i mean it's been as plain as the you know nose on your face or it should have been for months and months and months um, and apparently, it was at that point that Mr. Edwards said, "Well, I'm going to kill you." Um, and, um, and
2: were they the words? "I'll kill you." That's what he said. Yes, yeah. the same ones. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and the, the lover basically said, "Well, you know where I you know where I live. You know where we're living. Yeah, come around if you I want to." And well. and it was then pointed out quite pointedly by Mr. Yovich, um, Mr. Edwards's defence barrister, that um, he did. You say he made that threat. Yes. Did he? Did he come round to the house? No. Did he ever follow yeah. up on any of those threats? No. So, you know, uh, in the context that we're in, it could be uh, quite a significant comment. But if you think uh, in your own lives, if, if you were presented yeah. with that position, you might well utter those words as well. He
0: certainly wouldn't be the first man to say that. No. And were there any other emotional moments that um, the prosecution pointed to during this man's evidence?
1: Yeah, so um, it was around about the time that the, the, the marriage was basically breaking down. Um, the, the, the first wife described how she, um, like a lot of sort of um, unhappy wives do, she went and stayed with her mum and dad um, d- um, way south of, of Perth. Um, and it just so happened that that coincided with um, the Australia Day long weekend um, 1996 which we've heard so much about and it was so on that weekend um, mr. Edwards is said to have gone down to the, the to see his wife at the um, his in-laws house and um, basically out of the blue um, she hadn't invited him he hadn't told her she was coming or she he hadn't told her he was coming um, but he's turned up and um, very civil and that was a word that the the first wife used a lot in her evidence civil um, they they he turned up they talked um, he even stayed for dinner um, and then it was it was on that evening after dinner that mr. Edwards is said to have said to his first wife would well, you want to come and see the fireworks with me in in Mandra which is a place about sort of 40 40 minutes uh, south of Perth she said no um, I don't Uh, no I don't think it's a good idea I don't don't really want to Um, and he left which on its own seems Mm. completely mundane but in the whole context of the case the prosecution says well this is another incident Australia Day 1996 Mm. just after midnight um, Sarah Spears went missing and so that's the first of the emotional pinpoints that the prosecution want to draw um the second one obviously being um the pregnancy that we've just mentioned and then the third one with Kira they wanted to say is that when the 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 relationship was completely um uh, over um and the first wife was um then still living with um with her lover um they sold the house they sold the marital home and it was um, the signing of those documents and the, you know, the the, the apparent finality of the uh, of, of the end of the marriage um, was once again uh, pretty um, coincidentally or not so coincidentally, according to the prosecution, was when Miss um, Glenn went missing.
0: And so, th- at what point did um, Edwards find out that his wife and her lover were having a baby? And why was that significant to the prosecution's case?
1: Mm, well, um, that was... So it was just after they, um, they'd they moved out. So there was this hug and kiss incident where um, basically the um, the lover described how um, they'd been chatting and she'd shown him a photo of herself when she'd won a wet T-shirt competition in Bindoon. And they were, bond, you know, chatting and bonding over that um, behind a closed door. Um, and then... Um, you know they 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 were phys- being physical with each other just having a kiss and and uh, in walks mr edwards um and there was a sort of moment of silence and then um the the the, the third wheels described it as just saying oops um and i that's it It it's you know i've crossed the line um, I've got to get out of here. And that was, his, that, that was what he said his immediate reaction was. I've just got to get out of here. And then we got one of these little tantalising tidbits that we've you know, had throughout the trial where he goes to say something, the judge stops him and the question's not asked because in this case, he said, I've got to get out of here. I feared for my life because I didn't want to be in the, the house knowing what Mr Edwards had in his room.
2: And we never heard dot, any more dot, about dot, that, dot. did we? Not. No. <laughs> yes. What did he have in his room? Computers? Unanswered what did he have? You know. yeah.
1: Well, uh, the intimation was that it was something that could possibly do him harm, but we don't know what, um, and we'll never know what, probably, because, well, as we've discussed before, once uh, a witness is done, and this one was a, was, was a, a complicated witness to get. Into court yeah. because he was he's living a long way overseas. There was time differences and video links and and and, and whatever. So. And though
2: the prosecution is, um, although he's come over as a fairly calm, non-sort of reacting guy, the prosecution has brought in witnesses like uh, saying he had a sleep disorder, psychological um, assessments where he has
1: outline some problems. But yeah, well, that, I mean that, that, and that's just another fascinating part mm-hmm. of this case that on the one hand you've got work colleagues of Mr Edwards saying
2: Mr Bland that he, B- yeah.
1: you know, Brad never expressed his emotion. No. He was very, you know, very hardworking, very civil, very polite, very quiet. We've had Lovers and, and ex girlfriends saying how he wooed them with roses and used to take them to Italian restaurants and was persistent and and kind, and, but never you know, overstepped the know, line. Yep. Not, never drank, never. Yep. Yeah. But then you've you've got a little bit of a, a psychological a, 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 mm. a, a fork in the road where they say, well, yeah, but I you know he did drink a bit, um, and you know he 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 had. Sleep disorders. Sleep disorders. Mm. So he, he, was, he was obviously, you know, a, a night owl. Mm. Um, and then you've got, we've had three people now have said they feared for their lives in mm. his presence. We've got the lover. We've got, um, obviously, the, the woman that he what? attacked at Hollingwood Hospital. Um, she said, "I honestly, thought I, honestly oh. thought I was going to die." Mm. We've had the second wife who said, "I feared for my life," well, because I was when I was scribbling down all these mysterious ATM withdrawals, and then obviously we've, we've um, just on Friday we've had the hunting tale um, mm. a victim who's described her own terror. So, on the one hand, we seem to have this hardworking, diligent, quiet, you know, just commoner garden bloke just going about his business. And then on the other hand, we've got this, this completely Quiet, yes. completely mm. different mm. personality, mm. where we know, for a fact that he's, he's, he's attacked three women on, he, their, on their own. Mm. and, um, you know, and I'll, he's I'll, just
2: I'll, sat I'll, there for two weeks looking like, as I said, just looking straight out, looking neither bored nor anything, just mm.
0: staring, just
2: yeah sitting there. yeah mm. no expressions.
0: So that probably sums up most of what the the th- the man we call the third wheel most of what he covered in court. Um,
1: yeah interesting witness important witness yeah. I think um, his
0: identity of course is suppressed is. as is that of the first wife yep. and of course the child that they had together correct
1: yes and um, the, the, I mean he did reveal that himself and um, mr Edwards' his first wife are also no longer together that that relationship mm. ended sort of in the early 2000s um so yeah a, a, a very interesting it, sort of memorable witness for, for um, a, a variety of reasons, but as we mentioned also really quite pivotal to this whole emotional upset um, yes. uh, motive that the pr- prosecution are going uh, to keep pushing with um, until the judge makes his mind up one way or the other whether he's going to take it into account.
0: Well, thank you both so much for outlining that for us and we hope that's given listeners a bit more of a thorough picture of this witness's account, which is obviously a very crucial period in the prosecution's case against Edwards. Thanks for listening. In the meantime, stay tuned for more bonus episodes and we'll be back on Monday for week three of Claremont in Conversation.
1: This podcast was hosted by Natalie Bongiolo, produced by Kate Ryan and Alicia Preedy, and recorded in the studios of Seven West Media. Audio files were provided from the archives of the Seven Network and the West Australian. Sign up for daily emails and all the latest on the Claremont trial at thewest.com.au.